The Folklore Scotland podcast proudly presents Campfire Tales, your fortnightly fireside story. Mally and the Trow, written and read by Graham Johncock. There was once a woman called Mally who lived in Shetland with her husband and her two wee bears. Her husband was only really there for half the year though. Every summer he would head off to sea and work on the ships. He returned at the start of winter with enough money to fill their chest with flour and her barrel with salted herring. Mally did a wee bit of work on the side but generally that would do her and the kids throughout the year. But then one winter, Mally's husband didn't come home. She waited and she waited, but news eventually came that the ship had gone down, and with it, the money that they needed to fill their bellies. Well, Mally looked in the chest and it was empty, apart from a few spider's webs. Then, peeking into the barrel, just some salty water and a few scales at the bottom. There was no other option. She was going to have to go and beg for the charity of her neighbours. There weren't very many houses within easy walking distance and most people had very little to spare anyway, but Mally and her oldest son went up a wee hill to the cottage of an old woman who had always done very well for herself. When the old woman opened the door, Mally explained that her husband had been lost at sea and shouldn't have any money to feed the two wee bairns. Her son was peering through the door, having a wee nosy, and he saw the pantry door was open. Inside there was bread and ham, cheese, jars filled with jam, and he was in danger of creating a puddle on the doorstep of just how much he was drooling at the sight. But the old lady said, Oh no, I'm just a poor old woman, and I can barely afford to feed myself, never mind beggars like you. And with that, she shut the door in her face. Not a wee boy was close to tears. I said, Mum, did you not see all the food she had back there? Why would she not want to help us? And Mally replied, That's just how some people are, lad. Not everybody wants to share what they have. But remember, that's not our way. We're better than that. We will always help anybody in need. They trudged on home and got set for another hungry evening. When things were dark, and it gets dark very early in the Shetland winter, Mally heard a knock at the door. It was a bit odd. She didn't have many neighbours, but then again, maybe the old woman had changed her mind. She opened the door. There was a strange-looking wee man in front of her. He said, I'm very sorry to bother you, but I've been walking all day. I was just wondering if you maybe had a wee bite to eat. (sighs) Mally sighed her. I wish I could help you, but we've got nothing to eat ourselves. Honestly, I'm so sorry, but you might have a wee bit better luck if you just carry on down the road. Oh, I couldn't go another step. My feet are worn out. Is there any chance I could just keep here for a night? Mally said, of course, certainly. You could come in, get yourself warmed up by the fire. And the wee man, he settled into a chair right by the fire and he looked around, taking in the room around him. And he spied a couple of hungry faces watching him from the box bed. Come on now, 
said the visitor. You must have something to eat here, surely. Well, Mally had her suspicions as to who their guest was, and she knew it wasn't wise to disappoint a trout. So she went to double-check. Opening the chest, she used a wee knife and she scraped off all the wee crusty bits that were caked into the corners. In reality, the pile she made was more dust and spider webs than anything else. And she took a cup of the salty, scaly water from the fish barrel and mixed it all together, made a kind of pasty gruel. Four bowls were handed out, Mally and the bairns, or they slurped this stuff down like it was Michelin star dining. The man, on the other hand, we sniffed it and just asked, what exactly was this meal? It's the only thing we've eaten for two days. You're very welcome to it, though. And then, not wanting to be rude, the man, he forced it down his throat. When it was time for bed, Mally said to him, the one thing we do have plenty of, well, that's peat for burning. So you keep the fire going strong and have yourself a good night's sleep. In the morning, Mally found a wee man all ready to leave. As he opened the door, he said, Mally, it takes a special kind of person to share the only food that they have in the world with a complete stranger. So for that, I'll give you my blessing. Now, Mally wasn't sure that this was a trow before. It was pretty clear now. Pleased with her good deeds, but very aware that blessings don't fill bellies, Mally's wondering what she was going to do today to fix her problem. Well, first things first, the basket of peat was getting low, so she filled it up from the outside store, set to work getting the fire going. She did small bits to get it started, so I picked up a chunk of peat and she snapped it in half. Ching! Something fell out. Well, what are the chances? It was a gold coin. Mally picked up another chunk of peat and... Ching! Another coin. Every piece she broke, there was a coin hiding inside. She called her son over and handed him the wee pile of money and said, run to the store with a basket, bring back uh, some bread, some cheese, meat, bacon, definitely bacon. Uh, we could do with some veg, maybe some fruit, just, just anything you want, anything. Well, that night, Mally and her kids had never eaten so well. She gave a wee prayer of thanks to the trow. The old lady up the hill wasn't so happy, though. Just days ago, Mally was at her door begging, and now she's got gold coins coming out of her ears. She was going to have to find out where this cash was coming from. That night, she crept outside Mally's window and, peering through, she saw one gold coin after another popping out of the chunks of peat. Aha, that's her trick, is it? Must have stashed it all away so nobody would find it, thought the woman. I deserve some of that gold just as much as her. So throughout the depth of night, the little old lady filled a cart with all of the peat from Mally's shed and brought it back to her own cottage. There she had a big grin on her face as she broke a chunk in half. Squeak! It wasn't a coin that fell out. It was a mouse. Okay, well, that one must have been a duff. Right, next piece. Squeak! That's pretty strange. The old woman kept breaking pieces of peat and mice kept popping out until she wasn't even thinking anymore. She was just furiously ripping at the chunks. She took a breath, looked up. Oh no, she'd created an army of mice. 
almost in unison, they all turned and looked towards the pantry. Oh, no, 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 no. Ugh, there was nothing she could do. Hundreds of mice were swarming over her food. They didn't stop until every last crumb was gone. Now it was her turn to pick up her basket and go begging. When she arrived at Mally's door, it was a wee boy who answered. Please, she said. I've had a terrible mouse infestation. They've eaten all of my food. Could you spare anything for a wee old woman? But the boy looked her dead in the eye and said, How about I give you exactly what you gave us? Absolutely nothing. But before he could close the door, Mally was behind him. What did I tell you, son? We're not like that. No matter who it is, we will always share with those in need. She invited the old woman in and told her, Take whatever you can carry. And if you need any more when you're finished, you only have to ask. Just remember, as long as I am alive, you and everybody else will never go hungry. Thank you for listening to the Folklore Scotland podcast. We'll be back every single week with new folklore content from stories to analysis. So stay tuned. Folklore Scotland is a charity founded to protect and preserve Scottish folklore through taking a multimedia approach to compiling and sharing folktales. Telling the tales of the past with the technology of today. If you would like to find out more about our charity, visit folklorescotland.com. And if you're keen to become a voluntary contributor or would like to get in touch, send us an email at info at folklorescotland.com. You can also find all of our social media links and a link to a written version of this week's story in the show notes. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.